Entrepreneur on Fire 676. Mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of Entrepreneur on Fire. Now you have the ingredients to success. Here's the master chef, John Lee Dumas. Ready to add a professional ring to your business? Go to evoice.com, sign up for your free trial, and enter promo code FIRE for an additional $5 off per month. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. Working with an individual graphic designer has its limitations. Timing is one. Want dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days? Visit 99designs.com slash FIRE and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Entrepreneurs near and far. John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Greg Hickman. Greg, are you prepared to ignite? I got the keys to the ignition, baby. <laughs> Let's do it. Greg is the founder of Mobile Mixed, a blog, podcast, and resource teaching small businesses to generate leads and sales with mobile marketing. He is the author of the SMS Marketing Handbook and creator of the Mobile Marketing Business Academy. When he's not talking mobile, he's coaching entrepreneurs on how to leave their job and uncovering how the most successful were able to leave their job on his latest podcast, Leaving Corporates. Greg, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. It's an honor to finally be here. Yes. <laughs> um, so live in Denver, Colorado, and you know, had the chance to meet you in January of 2013 at New Media Expo. And at that point, I was building Mobile Mixed with no idea what the heck I was doing coming from an <laughs> agency background where I had been doing mobile marketing for professional sports teams, AT&T, uh, and a handful of others, as well as a network of 300 shopping centers across the country. And um, dabbling in the entrepreneur world, started a consulting company that turned into a software company, which completely bombed, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Uh, but when I realized that I needed mentors in the mobile space because it was growing, I figured, you know, what better way than interviewing people that were inspiring me and doing really, really cool things in the mobile space and very heavily influenced by David Seitman Garland at the time who did create awesome interviews and, you know, took that course. And literally because I didn't know what to do, I just followed his course exactly step by step. And, you know, I learned a lot from that process. It got me going. And, you know, from, from there on out, I kind of started adding my own flavor, you know, figuring out what was working for me and my audience and continued to grow it to the point where I was able to leave my corporate job in December of 2013. So been doing this full time for, you know, at the time of this recording going in seven months and things are going good, my friend. I cannot complain. <laughs> so Greg, I love your story and I can say that knowing your story really well and we'll get into exactly why I know your story so well. But one thing I want to talk to Fire Nation about right now that you did better than truly anybody I've seen before or since is you just stepped up, my friend. You went to New Media Expo in January of 2013. And now for a little side note, Fire Nation, this was the first conference that I had ever spoke at. 
I had just launched Entrepreneur Fire like four months prior. So I was pretty stoked that I was a speaker so I could quote unquote hang out with the speakers. So there we are, New Media Expo. We're in a group of speakers and we're all talking and you know, it's Pat Flynn and it's Jason Van Orden and it's Jamie Tardy and myself. And we're like, what should we do? Where should we go hang out as speakers? And we talked about going go-karting. I turned to my right and there's Greg Hickman just standing there as well. And I'm like, oh, hey, buddy, you know, just assuming he's one of the speakers because why wouldn't I? I mean, there's hundreds of speakers there. And next thing you know, we're having a blast. We're getting to know each other. And I'm like, this is a great guy. I want to be his friend. And it wasn't until like a day later that I found out you were just an attendee. And not that like there's something wrong with just being an attendee. I've been plenty of attendees in my life. But what you did, Greg, you didn't just cower in a corner at a conference. You went there, you stepped up, you engaged with speakers, with attendees alike, and you made things happen. And we developed a relationship that quickly turned into a mastermind of two that has since turned into a mastermind of three now with Rick Mulready. And, you know, we've been brothers from another mother ever since. Yeah. And you leave out the, the multiple victories um, in some particular drinking game. Oh, we can talk about that. <laughs> so the last, yeah. the last night of New Media Expo, they had it. The actual name of the bar was like Pong and something, but it yeah. had the name, the word Pong was in the name of the bar. And so Greg gets there early. I get there early because my timeshare happened to be right next to it. And we ended up starting the, the beer Pong game off and dominating almost the entire night. And we've always had that to go back to. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> so Greg, we have a lot to talk about and just us knowing each other so well, we could talk forever, obviously, but I want to turn the focus back to you. Share with us a success quote, and I know you actually have two, so take it away. Sure. So this one actually, from my understanding, came from my dad. Um, I don't know where it came from outside of that, but it's don't sweat the small stuff and it will eventually all become small stuff. And kind of what that means to me is that, you know, if you start stressing out about these little things here and there, then when something big comes along, you have like this major panic because you've been stressing. Like if you're stressing these little tiny things day to day, how are you going to handle the big things? So I really focus on, okay, you know, I, in the grand scheme of things, this is not something I should be, you know, super stressed about or, you know, sweating, sweating about. So I'm going to let it go past me. And once you get really good at that and trained at it, the bigger things are actually become small because you realize that you haven't really been stressed about much. This big thing comes along and in the grand scheme of things, it's one of, you know, one little moment in time. Boom. And the second one uh, comes from the, the late great Maya Angelou. Uh, and it's actually part of this is tattooed on my arm and it's a, it's a part of her poem called still I rise. And it goes just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides just like hopes springing high, still I'll rise. And to me, that's really like, it, I look at it every day and it reminds me of how up and down this journey has been. And, you know, no matter how, how, many, how many times you go down, you always find a way to rise back up, just like the sun, just like the tides, just like our hopes. You know, we always have down moments, but I know and I'm confident that I will always rise back up. And I think, you know, as entrepreneurs, if you haven't been doing this for a long time, you know, like myself, like you'll find that emotionally, from an energy perspective, mentally, there are all of these ups and downs. And if you're confident that it's always going to rise back up, it's a lot easier to deal with. Greg, even though I'm wearing a tank top and I haven't showered yet today, I still wish <laughs> that this was a video podcast because I want to show Fire Nation the goosebumps in my arms. Like those three words, I don't know why, still I rise. They just get me to the core every time because 
When I get asked on other interviews, John, what's the one word that you think is most important for entrepreneurs? That one word for me is always perseverance because there's going to be so many ups, so many downs, so many plateaus, so many dips, you name it. The perseverance is going to be the word that gets you through all of that. And for me, that's still I rise. You're still persevering every day. No matter what happens, you're going to get back up. You're going to stand up. Whether you have this great win, you're still going to get up tomorrow and work hard again. Even if you have that great loss, you're going to do the same. So goosebumps all around, Greg. Fire (laughs) Nation. Let's get the fire turned back on now because it's a little chilly in here. And what I want to talk about, Greg, is you, your journey as an entrepreneur. So Share with us a story, and you know that we love stories, of a time that you failed. Take us to that moment, Greg, and share with us the lessons you learned. Yeah, so I I alluded earlier to the fact that I'd started this consulting company that turned into a a software company. And um, I had moved out to Colorado um, from the East Coast, from Connecticut at the time. Uh, with a very small startup that a friend of a friend had with the intention of me building out the mobile division. And we got out here, it was August of 2008. And I didn't really see that he was ready to start this mobile team. And, you know, I was just doing kind of biz development stuff for a little while. And I, you know, I kind of approached him. I said, Hey, what's the deal? Like I kind of came on board with this intention of growing this mobile aspect of our business. And he basically told me that it's not going to happen for the near future. And we started butting heads. And uh, long story short there, I left the company in February 2009. So I just get to Colorado with this company, super excited to be part of the startup mode. And then I leave. And I really had no plans. There was no, you know, no other job. And I just left. And I started a, you know, doing consulting with, a, with a, an old friend from a previous job in this mobile space. And we kind of took some of the clients from our old agency and we, we were starting to see a little bit of success, but we wanted to build software. Um, we had been using all of these different text message marketing softwares, you know, that other people offered for all the different clients we had worked with. And we always were telling ourselves, we can do this better. So we found someone to help us develop this platform and we wanted to cater to small businesses. And we went out and we were pitching every small business. We had cafes, we had golf courses, we had retail shops, salons, bike shops, all these different types of businesses going door to door. And it was really, really hard to get this business going. I mean, nine months of me literally going door to door trying to sell this. And we only had like a handful of clients. So it wasn't really working to the point where I had to take a full-time job again. And that kind of kept building that business on the side for like two and a half years. And I think I focused on that business way too long to the point where like I realized kind of around the time when I was just getting into this online stuff was that I need to kind of be the guy and I was equal partners with these two other people. So really tough to make decisions. And you know, I, we, I decided to shut the company down and, you know, it was a long, it took a really long time to get there. I probably mulled over this for at least six months before doing it. And to this day, I was like, I'm still really disappointed in myself that like it didn't work. Uh, but again, the lessons learned from that, I think really allowed me to even get to where I'm at now, where I'm even getting to talk to you and even meet you. So, uh, I, I really think just at that first attempt, failing, like it took a lot of the wind out of me in the beginning. So one thing that I really like focusing on, Greg, is the most precious resource that we as entrepreneurs have. And that is time. There is nothing Mm -hmm. that can replace time. And so for Fire Nation, you're listening right now. I mean, you know, Greg was trying to make a go at it. He was trying to do some certain things that, you know, just weren't really clicking, weren't really gaining a ton of traction per se. 
And, you know, he could have continued just keeping his head down and just continuing to grind at it and stay in this little bubble that he was in. Or he could have said, you know what, let's call a spade a spade. Sometimes the only way to get out of this hole is to just stop digging. Let me poke my head up, look around and see what other opportunities are out there. And one of those opportunities for Greg, you know, was to go to a conference, New Media Expo, where he met an incredible number of people that gave him different perspectives, different ideas, different fire to go create something that he was in complete control of. So Fire Nation, you know, if you're finding yourself just pushed down into this and you feel like you're just trapped like in this basement somewhere and it's dark and you just don't really feel like you have this oxygen out to the real world, maybe this time take a step back, breathe, relax, and look around. And Greg, that's my biggest takeaway from your failure story. I want you to boil it down for Fire Nation. You really touched on something there. And I think one of the the reasons that I was grinding out for so long was that I never really took the time to like sit down and ask myself why things weren't working. Like why weren't we moving forward? You know, analyzing the, the little progress that we had or the obstacles that we were, that we were facing. And, you know, as you were mentioning this, like kind of just listening to it, like I think about our mastermind that we yeah. have now and I didn't have anything like that. I mean, I, we, I had my two, my two co-founders, but we didn't have those conversations and we didn't kind of step out of the business and look at it and be like, what is going wrong here? Like, what am I feeling? Like, we didn't talk about any of those things. And, you know, until I started thinking about, okay, when I go talk to these people door to door, what are they saying to me? Like, I had to like step back out of myself to be like, okay, why am I, why are we getting turned down? Like, what are the reasons people are telling us that this isn't for them? And that's sort of when I started understanding like, okay, well, they don't even understand what mobile is yet. This was still really early for mobile. I mean, it's still early for mobile, but this was 2007, uh, you know, through 2009. So they didn't get it. They were like, well, I don't understand how this works. And that's after kind of playing that over and over my head, I was like, well, maybe I need to educate the market on what this is. And that's kind of where mobile mixed came from is, okay, well, if they don't understand how to use it before they use it, they're going to need to understand. So how about I, I teach them through, you know, this, this side-by-side interview show, you know, via David Seitman Garland style. And, you know, that slowly evolved from there. So the whole education part of it came out of that learning. But until I stepped back, I had no idea what was going on. Holy jalopy, Fire Nation. When I started my journey, I did so many things wrong, but I still feel so fortunate to this day that the two things I did right was number one, get a mentor. And what did that mentor do? She did to me what Greg ended up doing almost exactly six months later to the day, go to a conference. And that conference was the exact same conference that Greg went to. It was Blog World in New York City in June of 2012, was turned into New Media Expo in Las Vegas in 2013. So my mentor got me going in that direction quickly, right out of the gates. And Greg didn't have that at the beginning. And number two, I joined a mastermind. And that mastermind had people, Greg, that were outside of the box looking in, giving me different perspectives and feedback from where I needed it. Not me in the game, but people looking at the game, which is so, so critical. Yeah, totally. So Greg, what I really want to focus on now is the other end of the spectrum because you share with us that failure, that difficult moment, and thank you for opening up that window into your life. But now let's talk about something fun. Let's talk about a light bulb that went off in your journey and specifically how you took that idea, Greg, and turned it into your current success. Yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of that moment when I, I, I stepped outside of myself to ask what the heck was going on. And I think when I realized that 
no one understood what mobile was that I could be the teacher. And again, kind of having just started following, you know, David Sedman Garland and Pat Flynn, like my aha, my aha was like, well, I'm going to start an interview based show where I go and interview all the people that I think are doing cool stuff. And, you know, I really didn't have the intention of like building an audio. Like I didn't know about that stuff. I was like, Oh, like that could be a thing. Maybe that'll connect me with people that could be a mentor. That was one of the things I was thinking, you know, a mentor in this mobile industry. Um, so I was like, I'll build these relationships. You know, I know it'll open doors. I have no idea what doors it'll open, but I know something will come of this. And I'm just going to start. And because I, I kind of had that step-by-step roadmap, I actually just took action. Whereas, you know, I could have read a bunch of free content and been like, oh, I could do this. But then I see someone that contradicts it. So I just invested in that course and said, I'm sticking to this course. And, you know, that's what I did. And that was like, okay, educate the market. And this is the path I'm taking. And it, it felt really good to just start on something. And even though I had no idea where it was going to go, uh, just to get going. I love this theme that's cropped up throughout this interview, Greg, and that's the power of mentors. And mm-hmm. for me, you know, that was my first step. And, you know, for you, it took you a while, but you got to that mentor stage. And people ask me today, they say, John, like, who are your, who's your mentor? Who are your biggest mentors that you have? And I get to say with a smile on my face, well, as of today, I have had 676 mentors, you included, mm-hmm. Greg, because every single one of my guests on my show, I learn something from, I look up to, I respect, and I improve my business from. And that's the power of being a host, of being an interviewer. But Fire Nation, you listening right now, you're in that same boat. You're getting the exact same content that are coming through my ears right now. So Entrepreneur on Fire for you is a mentor a day. And, you know, actually, wow. Am I just, did I just come up with an idea for a new podcast? Mentor a day? I, mentor a day. I just, well, I'm Googling it. Okay. Me- wait, wait, wait. That's not on brand though. Where's Mentors on Fire? Oh, Mentors on Fire. You see, Fire Nation, the power of a mastermind and having smart people surrounding you. I would have made a huge mistake. Go off branding. Greg Hickman, my brother from another mother slash mastermind partner, brings me back in to focus. And Greg, I want to focus back on you now. What is your proudest entrepreneurial moment? Take us there, Greg. Tell us that story. It was literally the day that I left my full-time job so oh, far. Um, you know, December 13th, at, you know, 2013. And it felt really, really good. I left on completely amazing terms. I found my replacement. I did it as classy as you possibly could. And, um, you know, I highly respected the people that I worked with. And, you know, I didn't want to burn any bridges. And for the way that I was able to exit that company at the level that I was at, um, it just felt really, really good to finally say, you know, I put a stake in the ground and I'm taking control and moving forward. Things are on my terms. And, you know, I definitely have had a lot of ups and downs since then. And, but I can tell you that even with the downs, like I still wake up super pumped and excited every single day versus dreading that 35 minute, potentially hour and 30 minute drive to work every single day. And you know, I got your back, bro, right? Absolutely. (laughs) So, I mean, one thing that I love about your proud moment is it was that day that you left corporate and you turned that into a show, Greg. You turned that into a movement with your podcast, Leaving Corporate, which I was honored to be a guest on. You've had some amazing guests. Number one, number one. Numero uno. I wasn't going to say it, but thank you for (laughs) stepping up and saying it. And uh, it was a blast. I went deeper than I typically get to go because, you know, these are long interviews. and, And that's why when I see on your show, Leaving Corporate, certain names, I'm like, I want to listen to that 
interview because I know that person from like a 25 minute interview, but I don't know them from like a 70, 75 minute in depth interview because you break them up into two and then you go into depth. But you've actually done a little shift with leaving corporate recently. Can you share with Fire Nation what's happened? Yeah, it's uh, it's it actually hasn't gone live. It'll probably be live by the time people are listening to this. Um, you know, it's uh, kind of to your point. You always harp on, you know, listen to your audience, listen to your audience, and you know, even more so recently, people love the stories. But you know, a lot of people are starting to cover the same story, and you know, you have to be willing to 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 zig when other people are zagging. Yes. And um, so I'm I'm switching it up, and essentially, it's kind of expert conversations. Um, still on the topic of leaving corporate, but more actionable things that people could be doing. So, um, you know, the first episode will be Michael Hyatt, who kind of shares, um, you know, a lot of experience on building his platform, you know, speaking and all of that stuff. So it's going to be at least five episodes a week, Monday through Friday, short, actionable episodes from a guest. So each guest will be featured for a whole week, teaching you actionable things to actually leave your corporate job. Boom. Fire Nation. Check it out. And Greg, what I want to talk about for the next couple of minutes here is the entrepreneurial journey because the entrepreneurial journey is such a roller coaster of emotions. It's the highest of highs, it's the lowest of lows. I feel so fortunate that I have people like yourself and Rick to talk about the successes because it's so important to celebrate those successes, but then also to analyze my failures and my mistakes that all three of us are making on a daily basis and we get to discuss it on a weekly basis. So again, just going back to the power of masterminds, Fire Nation, you can't overstate that importance. Having that for me is critical. But Greg, what I want you to speak of is your philosophy on the entrepreneurial journey. How do you keep some semblance of a balance? I know you're definitely not balanced because no entrepreneur is. It's impossible, but some semblance. To be honest, it's something that, like you said, we're we're trying to find every single day. And, you know, the the nice thing, at least I think it's a nice thing about kind of this entrepreneurial lifestyle is that you if you enjoy what you're doing so much, one, you don't really consider it to be work. So if you're not if there's if you're not considering it work then it's a lot easier to balance because it's just all one thing and because it's all one thing um, I manage it like it's one thing so I have a calendar and um, I believe we'll probably talk about this a little bit more detail later but um, I use a philosophy that's called uh, zero based calendar and from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep every single hour minute on my calendar is blocked off for something those things are personal. Those things are business and I know what I'm doing. And, you know, I fill in those little tiny gaps with like little miscellaneous things. Like I have to change my cable bill, but you know, it's, if it's not on the calendar, it doesn't exist. And I have to put things in the calendar to plan out my week. And that incorporates like yesterday or uh, whatever day this is, this is Monday. So, um, <laughs> this weekend, you know, from, I went stand up paddleboarding and I went road biking, like the whole day was blocked off. And it basically said, you know, riding my bike, having fun with Sarah and, you know, grilling at night. And, you know, even though it's like some people wouldn't put that on the calendar cause it's the weekend and it just, you know, they're like, Oh, I'm going to have fun. Like for me seeing that I'm blocking off time to have fun and relax and like lay low and not be, you know, thinking about the business, it makes me actually do it. So I think that's really important to, to actually create that structure for yourself. If it's not in the calendar, it doesn't exist. Think about that fire nation, this powerful mindset shift, one that I'm definitely adopting as well. And Greg, like, I just really love how you share that 
powerful notion of, you know, it doesn't really feel like work if you're doing what you love and you're doing what you want to do. And I'll share a little inside story that happened between you and me this week. And you, you sent me a quick Skype message yesterday saying, like, John, how was your weekends? And I was like, OMG, it was amazing. I was interviewed eight times on Saturday on other shows. It was inspiring. I had 37 calls today with prospective Fire Nation Elite 2.0 members. What a blast. And you're like, oh, awesome, dude. Like, you get it that, like, I was loving doing what I was doing. And your actual response was, Sarah's working next weekend equals Greg dominate, like, exclamation point. (laughs) Like, you're excited to be working this coming weekend because it's not working. It's building you, Greg Hickman dot me. And, Greg, let's take that to, to right now, this entire conversation to present times to today. What's the one thing that has you most fired up right now? Uh, definitely the mobile marketing business academy. Uh, you know, I'm right in the thick of it as we're, as we're speaking, um, you know, getting into my webinar game, you know, just like you and really excited. You know, the, I I had a little charter membership and that went really, really well. Um, you know, I pre-sold it, which was great, validated that I should be doing it. And, you know, now I'm, I'm diving into the Facebook ads game, which, you know, (laughs) definitely has a lot of ups and downs. It could be simple, complex. Um, but it's opened my eyes to the different things I could be doing with it and kind of what that can turn into for my business. Um, but my, my original mission with Mobile Mixed was to mobilize as many businesses as possible. And I can't do that myself. And that's what the academy is for. It's to create um, a community and a training where people can learn how to build their own business so they can go out there and help as many small businesses really go mobile. And in that effort, you know, I will accelerate my objective of mobilizing as many businesses as possible. Boom. Well, Fire Nation, if you're at all interested in the mobile game and you need to be, I, I will tell you the podcasting just went to the 51 percentile and it's probably even past that because it's growing every single day for the amount of people that listen to podcasts on a smartphone device. So it's all about mobile in the future. People are going to be relying on this handheld device for everything. Greg, where can Fire Nation go to listen to this value-packed free live webinar that you put on? Yeah, well, you can register at mobilemix.com slash webinar. It's, it's this Thursday, uh, well, or Wednesday, sorry, but um, they'll be happening frequently. So they can reclaim their spot um, either at mobilemix.com slash webinar and or just the mobile marketing business academy.com. I mean, Fire Nation, when you see free resources, free trainings, free workshops like this, you need to take advantage of them. I'm there. I love these. I go to so many different ones. I was just on the Ramit Sethi webinar the other day. I go to the Lead Pages webinars. I mean, I am here to learn. I'm going to the Heyo webinar actually tonight. I'm really excited about that one specifically because <laughs> I learn stuff there too, not even just about their companies and about that niche in the business, but about how to even do better webinars. I get ideas from every single one. And Greg, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. We'd all like to avoid the dreary side of business, the paperwork, but we can't. If you've decided to take the leap and start your own business, you're probably knee-deep in securing financing, getting licensing, and ironing out budgets. You may find the creative side of your brain craving attention. 
Luckily, there is one task you need to do that is more creative. You need to get a few designs in place so you can begin connecting with clients. With a powerful logo, website, and social media design, you'll be able to promote your business both in person and online starting right away. At 99designs, you can get anything designed in just a week for the startup-friendly price. 99designs can help you build your client base before you even open the doors. What if you could start your next design project today and have dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days? Well, you can. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. There is a lot to be said of the internet and its ability to help us connect and stay in touch with people all over the world. You can build anything from relationships to entire businesses with a click of a button. But there are times when online communication can't beat hearing someone's voice over the phone. The personal connection, the trust, and the peace of mind that comes with hearing someone's voice is irreplaceable. That's why I use eVoice for my business. By helping you expertly manage all of your business calls, eVoice provides you with a better way to connect with your clients and business partners. Plus, eVoice transforms any phone into your business phone. So whether you're at home, at the grocery store, or sitting poolside listening to Entrepreneur on Fire, you'll always have the ability to connect. Right now, you can try eVoice free for 30 days, plus get a special discount of $5 off every month forever. Go to eVoice.com, enter promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Greg, welcome to the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Totally. Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? For me, it was definitely the fear of essentially being an idiot with my money. (laughs) (laughs) What is the best advice, Greg, you've ever received? So I've heard this from a few people in different different kind of arrangements, but essentially it's leaders, great leaders find comfort in uncomfortable situations. I'm typically pretty comfortable when my back's against the wall, when something goes wrong, I'm like, okay, it's go time. Let's do this, Fire Nation. And Greg, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Yeah, it's that morning routine. Uh, Every morning I do like 25 minutes of journaling and I have a specific set of questions that uh, really trigger a lot of different things that I should be asking myself each and every day. Uh, for example, you know, what could I have given to somebody else to work on is Ooh. a key one um, that helps me say, okay, you know, I could have given this thing yesterday to my virtual assistant, but I didn't. But now I, I recognize that I could have. What can I do to make that that better? Um, then, kind of the other two are, you know, what are my plans for the day? So I list out all those things. That's when I go to my my calendar and I block off time for all of these. But the last question is the most important. And it's like, what is the one thing that you must accomplish today? So, you know, I just made a list of maybe five to 10 things that I wanted to do today, but they're all not as important as the most important. So it really forces me to pick, you know, which, which one is the one that I'll be upset about if I don't get it done today. I pick that one. And that's the one that I give the biggest block of time uh, to each and every day. So Greg, you like to focus. Love to focus. Pop quiz. What does the acronym focus stand for? I hear you say this a hundred <laughs> times, a hundred, actually probably more than that. It's, 
It's like focus on one course I'll until help you. success. Follow. Oh, follow one course until success. All right. You get an A minus. Uh, <laughs> Fire Nation's clapping in the cars right now. So, Greg, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? Yeah. So this is actually a tool that I started using when it first came out and then stopped and started again through a recommendation from you. And it was, it's called Sunrise app. Love it. And because I'm a big fan of leveraging my calendar and time blocking, um, it's a really nice visual calendar, uh, calendar app integrates with Google and I use that on desktop and more specifically on mobile. They have a great mobile application. Um, they also, I'm on Android, so they have a great, um, Android widget and they email you each and every day with the day's focus. So again, back to that focus on the task at hand, the day at hand, you get an email from sunrise every day outlining that particular day, which really helps me focus on that. Well, fire nation, you can find the links to this resource and Everything we've been chatting about at eofire.com slash Greg Hickman. Greg, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? So it's probably been mentioned before, but it's so important to me now uh, that I have to mention it. And it's called The One Thing. Uh, and I just listened to it like a month ago, Audible. And it was... Uh, it was amazing. Audiobooks are, I know, one of your favorites. But <laughs> it, it talks about this whole one thing and this concept of time blocking. And Gary Keller, the author, says, whatever it is, that one thing that you're working on each day, he says you should be focusing at least four hours of your day on that task, uh, which I def I'm working towards, uh, but I'm probably close. I'm probably about like three hours is on that, that one thing that I mentioned from my, my, my journaling routine. That's getting a big block of my day. Fire Nation, so many entrepreneurs flitter, and I use that word flitter, from one task to another. That bright, shiny object syndrome sinks more entrepreneurial journeys than you can imagine. And those weapons of mass distraction, I like to refer to, are out there. They are everywhere. And if you really do take in this book and you listen or you read it, you'll see the importance of just sitting down cutting out all distractions, focusing on the one thing. And what you get done will literally blow your mind. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free or this one specifically for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Greg, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? So I've heard you ask this question 675 times, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I've had 675 different answers. <laughs> um, but the one that really kind of comes to mind is something that I'm actually still doing, which I think is important. Uh, I would create some sort of local event wherever I was at, uh, and I would teach as many people that I could get into this one room uh, about mobile. And at the end, I would have a very targeted list of prospects to then be offering my, my knowledge and expertise and service. And that would be the first thing I'd be doing because I'd be wanting to make money. Um, so I'd, I'd offer a service and then figure out how to pro uh, productize that later. So really, I would use probably $500 to uh, 
create some flyers and things like that and can and really connect with the local community, um, you know, chamber of commerce, all of that stuff and drive them to a specific venue, which will probably cost like 25 or 50 bucks and maybe have some food and, and drinks. And I'd bring all the people that I could get into one room and then essentially understand what they need and then offer it to them. So Greg, you say you want to make money. Is that Internet money. Give me some of that internet money. <laughs> Greg, thank you for being so inspiring, so open, so honest with Fire Nation today. And let's leave with you giving us one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, so you can just find me at mobilemixed.com and or if you're trying to escape that corporate job, check out greghickman.me. And, and my advice is... I don't want to say get started because that's what a lot of people say, even though it's super valid. That's why a lot of people say it. But I would say stop getting hung up on this. I want to pursue this passion because it's going to take you a while sometimes, at least for some people to find it that think about the skills that you already have, the thing, the things you already know how to do, leverage that first to start making money. And I guarantee you through that, your passion will kind of rise to the top and you'll figure out exactly what you want to be doing and where you want to be doing it and how you want to be doing it. So uh, don't get stuck up on waiting to find this thing. Just start with what you already know, what you're already good at, and that thing will come. Words well-spoken. Fire Nation, I was passionate about freedom, about finding the opportunity for me to be in control of my own destiny. When I first started learning about podcasting, I didn't have any passion for podcasting. I wasn't a tech guy. It wasn't something that I was passionate about. That passion came as I learned more and as it became better and I saw the opportunities in front of me. But again, don't drill in on that, on that passion. You just need to start doing those things that you want to focus on and give that one thing focus that Gary Keller talks about. And of course, Fire Nation, you know that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Greg and myself today. So keep up the heat. And Greg, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything we've been chatting about at eofire.com. Just type Greg in our search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. Greg, thanks for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Take it easy. Fire Nation, is it time to take your business to the next level? Podcasting is the answer, and it's so simple. Even a main man can do it. Join me for our free live podcast workshop every week. Just visit podcastersparadise.com to grab your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 